0: true Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is November 8th. God Dang, it's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday already? Are we, are we doing Wednesday? I don't think I... Do I feel like i hump updated? I don't... All right, Wednesday, uh, 2023. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. As we continue on with the world around us, we know that there are a lot of lies and a lot of things being perpetrated around us that really don't make a lot of sense. And I tell you right now, I'm, I'm actually... Um, doing a little bit of a a head-scratching on some of the things that are going on in the world because I'm looking at certain things that I would say, okay, well, we are going to go into this, we're going to do that, oh, we're going to, and let me ask you a question. This whole thing with this Middle East thing, you guys buying it? I mean, are you guys actually going in and saying, you know, I need to uh, go ahead and pull the kids out of school? Uh, we're gonna shut life down. We're gonna we're gonna just uh, hunker and shelter in place. I'm wondering if not in some way there isn't something else going on here, and I wonder if it has more to do with the fact that they're finding a lot of tunnels. Now I know that the Gaza Strip and all that stuff is is a is an issue for a lot of people. Uh, Elon Omar got on this uh, House uh, s- uh, stage. I don't want to call it more than that. She gets on the House stage and she's yelling, and she's saying, "There's tens of thousands of Palestinians being executed." Well, on an international stage, I don't care what side you're on. If it, if you're having that much loss of life, then then there should be somebody who's upset, other than just those people like her. And the reason I'm saying that is because she's actually taken a lot of time out of her, her life to lie to us, to act the victim, to play the victim. Uh, I, I do still remember the long, long video ago and long, long time ago video of her going, oh, it's so funny to hear, you know, people talk about Hamas, Hamas. You know, they say Hamas with their shoulders, they say Hamas. And... Um, I, I wonder if I wonder if we've all forgotten how what it's like just to be a human being and what it's like to actually quit trying to pick sides and quit trying to be so tribal all the time. I think we're a bunch of useful idiots in a lot of ways. I think we've gone way out of our way to make sure that we look as stupid as possible. I think that there's a lot more to this whole thing with her and her Ma- her Hamas thing that she did a video of. She was, t- she was in some little forum, and she was giving an opportunity to answer questions. And the guy was asking her, and she just giggled and giggled. And I was really kind of amazed to see the fact that here's someone who is a congressional member who makes 180 some 1000 dollars a year but hasn't heard of orthodontics. Uh, here's a woman who knows that the headdress and the the scarf wearing that she does is actually oppressive to women. And, you know, this whole thing of this, uh, uh, is, uh, oh, oh, let me see here just a second. I'm being asked a question if my, is being turned on. Hold on a second. Yeah, it's turned on. Uh, yes, yes, it is. So, anyway, um... So watching this lady who hasn't had any orthodontic work, who knows that what she's doing is repressive, but then I don't understand why we have gentlemen in our own military as well as Islamic sympathizers, ISIL, ISIS, Hamas. Do you know those certain scarves that are worn um, that uh, they, you sent in to see in the you know Middle East, those scarves that have like the... I always call it the, um, oh, what do you call it? Um, uh, It was like Space Invaders. You know, the little, it has the two bars and the one bar out like this. And it's this pattern they have on scarves. I don't know if I can look that up. I I don't know if this, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go see if I can find this. Uh, image, and, okay, well, I found a few more faster than I thought I would, Jeez, we'll do this, this is not the exact image of the one I'm thinking of, but this is an example of it for you guys, so you guys can see uh, what it is I'm referring to here, so this is what I'm talking about, this little scarf thing here, that that little thing going, hey, Ken Rising, good to see you, Uh, Reezing, sorry, and then Lindsay, good to see you, John Kennedy, uh, thank you so much for being here. Not me. I'm very useful. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, so this is this little thing. Okay. So this is a this is the scarf thing. And I, and I let me do this image here. Here's another one of it. Uh, this this coloring of this certain patterns. It's not like a see see the plaid pattern on the edge, but there's this other pattern in, in towards the neck. And what I'm trying to point out is Elon Omar uh, is up there, and she's screaming at the top of her lungs with a big head scarf thing on which again which is oppression oppressive to women because it's required by the religion not by the men but just by the the women and what I'm what I'm pointing out is that the lady behind her and the other one who has been kicked out of certain events and other things like that um, let me see if I get her uh, let's see Omar. Uh, Yelling. Okay, let's see if I can pull this one up for you guys. This is the problem where I don't think that the Rashida Tlaib is the lady that's behind her, but Elon Omar is up there just yelling her lungs out, and then um, Rashida Tlaib, the one who got kicked out of the Republican uh, convention a couple years prior to Trump, or a year before Trump got into office, this um this lady's sitting back there with that scarf around her neck, and I'm not trying to label anything with clothes because because I wear a vest. Does that mean I'm a um, you know am I the maitre D or I'm the the uh, soup kitchen guy or am I the the guy who counts cards at the poker table? Am I just because I wear a vest? I'm not trying to say that because she's wearing this scarf around her neck i'm not trying to imply anything but my problem is is that i don't realize i don't think we realize how much signaling is going on now also in st louis uh st louis what was it uh st louis park there was a true islamic person i don't it's a lady uh they they're there they were in a whole hajib the whole the whole nine yards My problem with it is is that they're truly doing this because it's what they are doing for, um, because they think it's the right thing to do. They would not be wearing a hijib by taking on a office position or a position of authority or actually being running for office because the problem with that is, is that her husband would not allow that. And that's where we don't, I don't, I think there's some cultural things going on here and I think we're missing some of the signals that are right in front of us. Um, great American men wore wore vests. Uh, Example: Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> thanks, thanks Ken. Appreciate it. Um, especially the globe warming getting so bad. You would think they it, they would be hot. You know, I know. I get I get that, uh, Lindsay. Very good. Now. So what I was I was gonna look up that video of Elon going off on the house floor and it doesn't seem to be readily available. Um let's see if I can find her. Uh Ihan 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 Omar I, I, Ihan it's not Elon. It's Ihan Ihan Ihan. Oh wow. I guess I didn't realize I was mispronouncing her name for this entire time. Um Anyway, but as she gets up there and she's doing all this pomp and circumstance, I always—I am a person who tends to want to look behind everything. I want to look behind what the scenes are. I want to look at and see what is, you know, when I, I watched a gentleman t- chiseling out stone pieces, right? And, I, and I'm trying to figure out how long it really takes to manufacture certain decorative stone pieces and how long it takes to, you know, do this and that. And I was actually having the conversation about this because – I'm looking at the mud flood things and looking at, you know, supposedly we built in, you know these entire civilizations just for an exhibition called the World's Fair. And we had these at World's Fairs in Paris and Chicago, Buffalo, New York, St. Louis, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, guys, we've had them everywhere. St. Louis had one. And my point is, is that I, I've been I watch these videos, and I watch this guy chiseling out this stone, right? And he's he's a younger guy, so he's got the guns out, you know. He's got the he's got the testosterone, and he's in his early twenties. You know, he could tell he's just in there, you know. He's got the the good grip on the chisel. and I'm thinking, okay, first of all, you're in a climate controlled. Uh, readily available bathroom water. You get to go to lunch. Uh, there's no one yelling at you. You've had a good night's sleep. Your food is great. Uh, you have all these different things about you that you can just have. Uh, Lindsey, we were trying to do it through an RTMP, uh, RTM, RTMP fee today, and for some reason it did not pick up, so we're going to try it again tomorrow. Uh, I'm not sure why it didn't go through like it was supposed to. Um, but anyway, so... As I'm looking at this young man, you know, chiseling all this out, he's got this, he's got this really great, you know, he's got the, he's got the physique going. He's chiseled. Well, the problem with that is, is that you have um, a guy who's in a climate controlled, like almost a perfect atmosphere. Young kid, not older. Uh, probably doesn't have any kids of his own, and so he's got all this stuff going on, and. You know, he's got all this time to make these, these stones. He's up on a workbench. I'm sure he's got a fan or air conditioner going. And what I was trying to figure out was why it was that, you know, this guy, how long it would take him. So I was watching the back of it. And this is why I'm telling you this whole story. So I'm watching this kid, and it correlates to my uh, mud flood stuff as well. So I'm watching the back of the lights in the back of his shop as he's chiseling this out, and I could see like two or three or four days have gone by, and all of he's made is just this little this little piece, like, you know, 18 by eight by eight, and so the reason I said that is like, okay, well, I, that kind of ties in to see how long it takes to actually do anything within the sculpture of things, trying to put together all this stuff. Well, let me go back to why that's important. So when I'm watching all the atmosphere around things, Elon Omar up there is up there with her her uh, horse teeth because she's got some really she's got a very narrow jawline. Her teeth are very uh, slided in and towards the back. They come out almost. Her teeth are very pointed in the front, and uh, in the arc it's a very pointed arc. It's not very rounded. It's not a soft round in the front. And as I'm watching Tlaib in the back, I'm watching her Rashida Talib in the back. I I'm, I'm watching her. And, I, and I'm just looking at her with this big, huge scarf on, and I'm like, don't you understand that if you were truly in your country that you were saying that you would, that you were trying to stand up for? Uh, Lindsay says, oh, you find her attractive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a... Um, yeah, great girl. Um, I Cloud Hub's working again, John uh, Kennedy. I'm not sure what was going on before, but it seems to be working now. So... If Rashida Talib was in her own country where, you know, Hamas, 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 Hamas. I guess I got to do it like Hamas. Um, that's, it's really, it's really disgusting. So, uh, let me see. Omar on Hamas. Let me see if I can find Hamas. I didn't even spell it right. Uh, yeah, it came out all right. They knew what I was talking about. I want to find that interview of that, and it really... Anyway, so let's go back. If they were in their own countries, the country that they are trying to defend, the ones that they are trying to say that they're... Oh, it looks like she may have gotten some dental work done here. There's a YouTube video of here. She's kind of, kind of got her... Oh, wait, no, there's the old snaggle tooth over there. So she has bothered here. It looks like in the past year or so, looks like she's bothered to get a little dental work going. Well... Look at her getting all Americanized. Anyway, back to the punchline of the story, Jim. Would you just tell us? Okay, If they were in their own damn country, they wouldn't be uh, exposing their face. They wouldn't be wearing lipstick. They would not be wearing anything but a hijib, and it would probably not even be showing their eyes. That's the way that their country actually runs. And Hamas-controlled territory in in the uh, true ISIL or ISIS, depending on if you're a Barack Obama uh, guy, he says ISIL, or if you say ISIS, or the Caliphate, or uh, Al Qaeda, or Taliban, or Taliban, or whatever you want to call it, these all these different, they would not let these women see the light of day. And the fact that to, uh, Rashida Talib and Elon Om, uh, Ihan Om, Om I guess I need to say that right, Ihan, 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 uh, Ilhan, Ilhan. I guess it's E L. Ilhan, Ilhan, Ilhan. God, I got to get this right. I really feel bad. No, I don't. So they'd be, they'd be, they're, they would never hold office. They would never make money. They would never have their, their faces would never see the light of day. They would be completely covered up, and they would never be wearing a scarf like that—a military type scarf or a man scarf. Um, This is where this whole thing just kind of really falls apart when, uh, this, uh. This whole thing like, oh, I'm all all offended by the Palestinians getting killed and they shouldn't and this should not happen in my country. And, well, the problem with that is, is that they don't have a leg to stand on in that country. That country doesn't give two shits that they're standing up for them. They don't care. The Taliban, Hamas, Al-Qaeda, Iran, Iraq, they don't care. That there's a woman in America who's standing up for them. They don't care. It doesn't matter to them. Man, this lady has worn about a thousand different headdresses. Where does she get all these different scarves? I mean, she's got something for every day of the week. I mean, there's not one in here. It doesn't even look like she repeats over and over and over again. She's got She's got a heck of a... She must have like a... Is it like a... A scarf swap thing they do? Do they swap scarves? Is that a thing that they get into? Anyway. um, Let's see. uh, Why do you sound Chinese? I don't know. I don't know why I sound Chinese. Um, I don't know who you are. You call my phone. Anyway, I wonder if they do that. I wonder if they do like a, a scarf swap. If you like... You know, you've worn it once. You don't want to wear it again because you know you're pretty popular and everybody remembers your, you know, what you've done. So I wonder if they do have a, they have to have a scarf swap, don't they? They got a Facebook scarf swap. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing or not. It could be. Anyway, so I, I'm just looking at um, the back side of things and this whole hysteria of this. Now, I really want to talk about how Trump, Trump's case is going. And I know that doesn't sound like this it should correlate with what I'm talking about so far today, but I really want you guys to get this. I think there's a lot more things going on, and you kind of look at the back side of things. Now, do we have, uh, Lindsay says, it's like having a Tupperware party. Well, that's right, yeah. We all just kind of hang out and and uh, share Tupperware stories. You know, goop. Um. Man, that was a fallacy, wasn't it? Boy, they were never supposed to eat that plastic. Oh, my gosh. We should have never been cooking things in that plastic. I, we should be dead. We really should. We should be horribly dead. Anyway, um, the whole thing in the Middle East is about a land grab for Hamas to get moved or the Palestinians or the Gaza Strip. The Gaza Strip is clear over on the west side of Israel, over by Israel. But this also has everything to do with the two-and-a-half-year-old project, three-year-old project that is now the canal running through the middle of Israel. Because Israel has a natural gas plume just off of the shore of Israel, so that obviously means it's theirs. They're going to be making sure that their pressurized gas is getting sold to the right people. Now, who is a big, big purchaser of natural gas, liquefied natural gas? Nitro, liquefied liquefied LP liquefied petroleum liquefied natural gas so L let's see right right so liquefied natural gas LNG have you guys heard of this I think China China those I think China buys quite a bit of that right so if I was going to sell a bunch of my natural gas, and i had a uh, didn't have to go through the suez canal and pay e- egypt any money for that by the way remember the suez canal was actually built exactly at the same time we were having the civil war here in america yeah don't worry about that that's that's the thing so when we think about what's going on in the middle east we got that going on right we got epstein's island victims being paid out by the billions at this point. I mean, hundreds of millions. Sorry, I don't mean to exaggerate, but it will be in the billions. By J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, then you've got... You've got the election that we had yesterday, which is kind of funny when you look at how Kentucky elected almost every single thing with a sweeping red across the board. Everybody but the governor. So all you big capital R voters out there in Kentucky went ahead and voted Democrat for your governor. Kept the old governor in place. There's something about these governor positions that I'm wondering why these are becoming so sticky here lately. Why these have become the sticking point. Like here in Kansas, we have a, a, Democrat, or a Democrat, uh, Democrat governor in, the, in a Republican state, right? We're a big Republican state. No, we're not. We've got a bunch of rhinos here that are paid off. See, the sad part of it is is that I can tell you in in the my state politics and my city politics of things, I'm more afraid to live in my own home than I am anywhere else on earth right now. I'm more afraid of this city and this state than I am anywhere else because I know how bad the corruption really is here. And we got a new mayor last night. Looks like Lily Wu um, will be... Uh, our next mayor. Uh, Not that Brandon Whipple wasn't a paid-off stooge who did everything to line his own pockets. I mean, he was as greedy as they come. Super selfish guy. But it's establishment play. I see it the whole way. I can see all the, the, the right donors, all the right people. Congratulations. You know, you get what you want there. So... My problem is is that let's go back to the money of things. We've had the election talk. I, I don't the election stuff doesn't make a lot of sense to me right now because again we're seeing complete inaccuracies of how this all should go down. Hey, Rebecca, good to see you. Um, oh, Ken says uh, Portland is pretty bad too. Oh, I know, I know well, no see the thing Ken at least you guys know who the enemy is. You know who the enemy is. everybody here. We're all we are a, a veto override supermajority in the House and Senate. Listen to me, veto override supermajority. That means you can walk into the House and Senate and you can say not one abortion can ever happen in the state of Kansas. If your child's gonna die uh, in vitro, then uh, you gotta you gotta go to another state. You can't even you can't even let you, you can't even if the baby's gonna die of something else. You just can't even like it's illegal, right? We can just go so extreme. No property tax. It could get rid of, uh, you know, all these different things. Uh, get rid of tax on the fuel. Get rid of tax on, uh, cause we have like five major refineries in this state. Why don't we just get rid of tax on fuel? Make fuel so cheap here. Makes people want to stay. Uh, why do you get rid of property tax? Is that help? That helps the elderly and the poor the most. Get rid of food tax. Um, get rid of util- utility tax because this affects the you know the poor and the needy as By the way, you guys pay utility tax. You gotta pay taxes on the utilities that are regulated by the government, and so heavily government overregulated that your utilities would probably be next to nothing if the government just got out of the way. What do I know? So anyway, the enemy is all around us, and uh, we did have an election yesterday. But the, it's very curious how some of these elections turned out to me. Uh, I have seen, yes, we did see Louisiana flip their governor to Republican. But what does it really mean? I mean, are they going to actually change anything? Is anything going to be any different? So, I don't know. But I don't see a lot of positivity out there right now. I don't see the things that are making me feel like anything's going to change because I don't see people actually getting to the meetings. I don't see people holding them accountable. I don't see people going out of their way to say, hey, you know we're gonna do it this way, and uh, no more of this uh, spending money we don't have, and blah 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 blah. Imagine that. Imagine if I took ten percent of last year. So this year I took uh, the we went to do the budget for next year. I cut. I guess I said okay. Well, I cut it by. I t- made it exactly the same, but then ten percent I had to hold back for savings. So I'm actually giving him ten percent m- less money th- this next year than they did last year, but that other ten percent goes into a savings account. And then you do that every single year until the tenth year when you're actually able to just go ahead and finance your country with the saved money and you hold back. And so that way you have next so this year's money is so the twenty twenty four money, we actually had that at the beginning of twenty twenty three. Do you see what I'm saying? You get it to where you actually are spending. So when we're getting ready to go to 2024, we already had it, we had it before 2023 started. So we, were, we spent 2023's money. Then we're getting ready to start spending 2024s, but then we start saving. So we saved so we have 2025s. This is how we do it, guys. You actually can do this in a stair-step effect. You can actually do this to where you're actually working, where you have a year's money ahead of you in the government. But we can't we're not we can't expect that, right? So let's go back to the metaphor and the explanation of why we are in a situation we're in now where things don't seem to make a lot of sense, especially at the local level. The over persecution and I did say persecution, not prosecution, the over persecution of people in the in the judicial system in our country is an actual crime to humanity. It's not just I I don't give a crap if you're an American, I don't care if you're Jewish, I don't care if you're white, black or you cut your pecker off. It doesn't bother. I don't care, right? But the fact that we our judicial system has become so abusive, and this has become so abusive because you don't know what you're going to get when you go in there. Your lawyer truly is not beneficial to you because no lawyer actually fights for you. There is no lawyer that stands out there and makes a mess of his career for you. There's none of them. They're not out there. But those local elections affect us more than we realize because we don't know which way the prosecution's going to go. We don't know who's going to get over prosecuted or over persecuted. We don't know who's going to get extra. You know, uh, who's the who? No victim, no crime, right? According to the the Supreme Court has done it thirteen times. According to the Supreme Court, thirteen times has said no victim, no crime. So why is it that we have seventy to eighty percent, and that's those are small numbers. I'm I'm. I'm really soft-peddling this for you. Uh, 78% of all the people that are in in the prisons are actually just process crimes. There is no victim involved. But yet the Supreme Court says that you cannot charge someone with a crime without a victim. Well, we don't really pay attention to that, do we? We just We just kind of look right past that. So... How, do, how am I getting to all this? So you start sifting this down, sifting this down, sifting this down, and now you see where this judge, who is obviously a lunatic. I don't know how this guy got into the, the position that he got into in New York, but this guy, who sits there and giggles and laughs and stares at the camera like he's never been so popular, and he just gets to be a part of the Cool Kids Club, finally... This guy is really, just really gets to me, but this guy is a direct result of what? Of the campaign manipulation at the lowest level. These people who got into these positions, who absolutely were put there because they are going to rule or judge or persecute or prosecute in a certain way. Just like that lady who is going after Trump in this case. Now, let me go back and tell you why this case is important. This is a, I mean, I don't, guys, I, I already went through this court system. I've told you guys my story. I've told you a thousand ways a Sunday how I was affected by all the different things. The You know, friend, friend judge, you know, boom, he's going to sign my no-knock warrant, blah, 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 that guy. Okay? That's fine. But what you're seeing with Trump right now between the supposed arrests, the supposed bookings, The supposed trials and this is that. This one is actually so weird that he's going through this, but what is he doing? He's getting street cred because now people who have had been arrested and been abused by the legal system think he's great because he's one of them. So these people who keep trying to tear him down are actually building him up and putting him on more on a pedestal than they could ever imagine. They don't realize they're going the wrong direction with this guy. So when we look at where Trump is and we say, "Well, okay, what's what's he going through?" Well, Trump is out there showing the legislators how ineffective and how much of a piece of crap they are. We know about we know about the whole You know, convention of states. We know about the electoral college. We know about when we have primaries and elections, and then we know about caucuses, and we know about all these things, right, that we never knew about before. We know about the word insurrection. We know about uh, these different uh, artist renderings of statues across our country that were torn down, that, you know, there's going to be a refuge for these now. Um, we know about, you know, Gitmo and what's going on down there, and we know when they're having bill projects, and we're also very informed. And we are also very informed on the fact that how there is a electoral college and that there's a certain day in the year that those, those ballots are sent to the Capitol and represented, and some are in little hutches and little, like, little jewelry boxes, and some are just an envelope, and, and it's, some of it's very, very neat to see. Um, and, um, so this is a example of the government that you are learning about. So since 2015, did you know that there was a FISA court? Oh yeah, since then I did, but how about before that? How about, uh, Russia in election, election interference? Did you ever even talk about election interference at all? Did you even talk about scorecard or hammer? Did you talk about Ukraine? Did you talk about CrowdStrike? Did you talk about Putin? Did you talk about Xi Jinping, the Chinese Communist Party, Hong Kong, the Uyghurs, the ghost cities, the Three Gorges Dam? How many times have you guys actually started quoting more scripture nowadays? How many more things have you seen in your life where you've actually had to go in and say, hmm. Well, I haven't thought about that in a while, but I guess that's true. Have you had to go and start thinking about things in a different way? Like, why is there an idol that used to be a submarine base where Epstein had people coming and going where you see that certain big league celebrities were out there visiting that place? How about Elon Omar, or not Elon Omar, but uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell, she's a... She owns two separate submarines of her own. She has a submarine license, and uh, that's what we know of so far. That's, that's what we were allowed to know. So what I'm wondering, though, again, is that, okay, we've, I've had all these conversations with you, but do you see all these examples of government and the world around you that you can have a genuine conversation with, a very articulate and intelligent conversation with anybody on Earth? You can feel confident about that. Well, I think Trump has allowed a lot of that that uh, awakening to happen, right? People actually seeing things for what they are. You know, in twenty sixteen and twenty eighteen, when I was going through my stuff and I was dealing with all those things, I, I, you know, I, I told people, I said, "There's that. that, that those are not those are not facts. You know, the things that they're saying about me aren't factual." Well, why would they say that, Jim? Nowadays, if I say, do you guys believe in the newspaper? No. No, we don't. We don't have to believe in the newspaper. See, there's a big difference there, right? But one of the things that he has done is he has drug out all their dirty laundry. So I can have these genuine conversations with people about what's really going on in the world around them. I can actually genuinely have conversations and say, listen, this is what, you know, this or that. So... I don't feel like the weirdo like I did in 2016, 2018 saying, hey, guys, you know, this is what's going on around you. Oh, by the way, I want to go back, and I'm going to go back and do this. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find that audio clip where I asked Rudy Giuliani to weigh Hunter Biden's and Joe Biden's uh, luggage when they came back from China. The reason I want to do that is I want to show that I was talking about how the fact that I think that they are hustling gold and artifacts back and forth and it had nothing to do with actual cash or wire transfers. See, my the problem is, is that that's too lazy. That's too lazy. That's way too easy. That doesn't even make sense to me, really. So it tells me that there's the, the whole cash transfer thing. That, that's, not, that's, that's the stuff they're willing... That's what they're letting you catch. What I'm telling you right now is the stuff that's on Hunter Biden's laptop was put there by the Chinese government to keep control of the boy, okay? And keep control of the dad, the dad. But at the exact same time, what I'm trying to point out to you is that there are things going on that I think that I was absolutely correct when I said that I want to weigh the luggage of Joe and Hunter Biden before they went to China and when they came back from China. Because if I was a Secret Service and if I was Air Force... T- uh, two, and all this other stuff, you know, I make sure I know exactly what everything weighs because I got to make sure that I'm going to fly, you know, transcontinental, you know, across the big Atlantic, big the big water there, so I got to make sure I got plenty of jet fuel, got to know what my weights are, blah, 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 right? Well, I mean, as a guy who went and got a pilot, I would say, a uh, pilot's license, I would say that's very uh, necessary to say that, right? We got to say, okay, you know, What is your luggage weigh, sir? And if you're coming back with some poundage that seems a little bit off, um, that might be curious. You left with 20 pounds of luggage, and you're coming home with 35 pounds of luggage, luggage. How many pairs of underwear did you buy? I mean, these are legitimate questions, right? So anyway, let's go back to Trump's. And I know this is a long way around the tree to get back to Trump, but this is where I think that this whole thing comes together. Um, Leanne, thank you for that. Um, so Trump has gone and he came down the escalator and then it was everybody became a real estate, uh, real estate mogul expert because they all knew real estate businesses because Trump's businesses were being under attack. Uh, then we find out about the, uh, the winter white house down in Mar-a-Lago that Trump just happened to buy out of a, uh, an estate and, the then you then you find out that he you know he's lost billions of dollars worth of wealth while being in office, and I'm really kind of amazed like how many different newspapers and different quote unquote sources can't come to a conclusion on exactly how much he lost because some say well he lost a billion, some say he lost two billion, some say he lost four billion, some say he's lost five billion. But then we have a um, then we have a problem with. This judge, who is this radical judge that we talked about how judge elections and these kind of things can affect how the world is and why we don't feel real good about things and why we don't feel good about the world around us. We feel like we're not getting a fair shake. So this judge that's over Trump's case and this guy, he seems like a bit of a lunatic. If I saw this guy standing on the street, I would think he was homeless. He really does. I mean, there's nothing respectable looking about him. He's he's kind of a weasel looking guy. Um, his uh, his demeanor and all that stuff is really kind of off. He doesn't. Hey Daisy, how's it going? Come on, you want to come up? All right. How are you? Um, his demeanor really isn't that great. Uh, he just kind of has a real disdain for the, like the world around him. He's really a very hateful individual. Not because I know him, but because of his actions that I've seen and how I've seen him talk, his mannerisms. All those, the body language is a big, big thing, right? But then, so this is another example of our judicial system in, um, in, uh, in disarray. This is why we can't feel a certain way like we can just go in one direction because here's the thing. If I, if I spend a dollar on a donut, okay, I know that I'm going to get a certain amount of sugar, dough, icing, whatever, blah, 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 Right? I see the donut, I commit the dollar, okay? So it's going to cost me a dollar. If you're out there driving today and tonight, tomorrow, this weekend, this coming year, you're going out for New Year's, you're, you're driving. The problem is, is that you have to think about the almost thousands of different variables that could happen that, oh, do I have my driver's license? Well, it's not, you're not required to have driver's license with you. By the way, you're not required by law to have a driver's license when you're traveling. See, the problem is, is they always refer to the commercial code of of driver's license, but they're not referring to the actual traveling or private travel of a citizen. But I digress. Trump has been able to show us through... Everything that he's done to show us the judicial system's out of whack, to show us the education system's out of whack, to show us the judicial system is out of whack, uh, the EPA is out of whack, the ATF is out of whack, the CIA is out of whack, the FBI. Did any of you guys even really have an opinion about the CIA or FBI or NSA before six, seven years ago? Did any of you guys really have an opinion? Oh no! FBI are cool, man. They're always catching the bad guy. Right? Be like, be like a little hero effect, right? But not anymore. How many people out there have you seen that are actually in this whole now elevation of things? Lindsay's donuts. What? Yeah, donuts. Donuts are good for you. Donuts are loaded with vitamins and iron and niacin or whatever. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Um, so. Do you guys know more about a lot of the world around you that you didn't know before and now you gotta kinda thank Trump for it. You gotta kinda thank the deep state for it. But if anything that guy did, and I know I don't think he's I think he's barely scratching the surface on a lot of a lot of the bad stuff that's in our country. But it's amazing how I could talk about all these things and show you how interconnected every single one of them are and how they affect your everyday everyday life, everyday life, everyday life, everyday life, everyday life, every day. But what if you didn't have taxes? What if you didn't have that government? What if you didn't have all those things that were just screwing with you all the time? I played you a clip yesterday from Elon Musk with, with Joe Rogan, which was played on uh, Halloween night, I think if I remember right or the day after Halloween, and he said they are beaming bad thoughts to us. Who? So my problem is, guys, is that too many times we get really down in ourselves. We really get down on what we think and what we should be and blah, 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 blah right? We get all this. But think of all the good things that have come out. Now, granted, <laughs> it's a, that's a really double-edged sword. All the good things that have come out to find out how crappy the world really is. Like you, but the problem with it is it's growth. It it it's 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 a bounce in the positive, right? You're going in the right direction, but everything that you know about Iran and Iraq and. Jordan and Syria and Turkey and Israel and the Ukraine and the Gazarian mafia and you know uh, old Zelensky inviting Trump over to the, the to Ukraine. Oh my gosh, this guy can't help himself. He doesn't. He doesn't know it, right? He doesn't. So he says, "Hey, Trump, come on over." Um. You can fix this whole thing, right? Think about what he's just saying there. Hey, Xi Jinping. Putin. Uh, Taliban. Taliban. Gazarian Mafia. Uh, Mo um, Mark Gaddafi's not alive anymore. Uh, you know, uh, P- Biden. Uh, Clinton. Uh, Jimmy Carter. Is Jimmy Carter still around? I think he's, did he die? I don't remember. I mean, why don't we, why aren't you picking on somebody like Bush? Where's Bush Jr.? I mean, where's his diplomatic prowess? You know, where's, where's, uh, where's Kissinger? But you're saying that, you're saying that the Gazarian Mafia, Zelensky, is saying uncle and he wants the Russians to quit beating them up. Do you guys realize that there's a dam just north of Kiev or Kiev? however you want to say it, that if I was Russia, all you got to do is send one little, you know, damn buster and it's over. Like, why are we even having this conversation? Why is it just a thing? Why aren't we just blowing that up? That whole Kiev goes away and everybody's done. You guys realize that all the, all the war that they're doing is on the other side. Like here's Russia, here's Kiev, and then here's where they're fighting. So Russia's going all the way around, I don't know. All right. So as much as we think that we've lost or we're losing or we're not getting anywhere, I got to remind you guys, reset your your barometer here. Reset your threshold of pain. Reset your focus. So angle in which you look at it and how you think of it. Perspective and perception. Perspective is the angle. Perception is how you think about it. Change the angle and the way you think of it. I do think there is some amazing stuff that you have learned, I have learned. Uh, I'm going back through our history now. I'm pushing back on all the history that they've lied to us about, how they've told us all these things so completely inaccurate. It's just breathtaking. And I'm going back, and I'm rewriting this. So now I get to say, hey, look at this oh look at this lie look at us coming together on a, around the truth and and trying to find a better way oh let's 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 see what that does for us oh look oh look we're getting better oh we're talking to each other more oh we don't want to have to fight and create wars for nothing oh this is really cool oh you don't have to I don't have to oh yeah that's it see if we do this and we keep doing this then we don't have to go to war anymore we don't have to go out there and have politicians tell us how we need to kill each other. We don't have to have politicians telling us that they're studying, uh, they're promoting dirt in Iowa or Ohio or something, or wherever it was. Michigan. Michigan? Ohio? I don't know. Anyway, they were given money to, to go study the dirt because it's important. I don't know. But this is a problem for us, guys, is that we have people out there that are just making up things so that they have something to do, just like jailers. You know what, guys? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do a whole social pack. Okay, listen. Everybody who has a jailer job gets to keep their job. Every DA gets to keep their job. Every cop gets to keep their job. Just let the innocent people go and the non-victim crimes go. I All you guys could keep your jobs. And I don't care. You guys can sit at home or sit at work. He goes turning at work. Go in there and sit in there and just do nothing. Just do nothing. Don't, don't go to work and create crimes and over prosecute. Just go to work and I will pay you. But let my people go. See, we keep trying to create jobs for the military by creating wars so the military has something to shoot at. But what if we didn't need all that crap? What if we didn't need 15,000 nuclear bombs? By the way, they're not that great. Um, but what if, what if we didn't need all that stuff? What if that we just decided we weren't going we to play war anymore? What if this agitated feeling we have is because they've messed with the time? Because they messed with the food? Because they messed with our psychology? They messed with our bodies? They messed with the water? They messed with the frequencies? They messed with time? Time is such a huge part of who we are. So what if what if uh, what if we just said no? What if we said no? Hey Elon, no. Ilian, Ilian, Ilihan, Ili Ilhan, Ilian, Ilian, I gotta look up that video. It's very disrupting to my psyche to think about how she was just really giddy about herself and she just couldn't help herself but laugh about it. Anyway. There's a lot of stuff right in front of our faces, guys, that I think that we have that are huge, huge, monumental victories that we should be so proud of, we should be beating our chest about them. We should be amazed at ourselves, we should be in love with ourselves, and there should be so much more to this. But so many times we find ourselves getting ourselves down in the dumps because it's not the way we want it. It doesn't happen the way we thought, saw it in our mind. Well, it didn't. Well, we're not having the victories, Jim. We're not having this and that. Well, our, we're, we're not. I mean, I, I don't have to look at the news today to know that a bunch of crappy people are trying to take things away from you that don't belong to you. I don't have to look at the news today say that there was a bunch of people who killed people who were innocent. I don't have to look at the news to say that they're going to make up some legislation that's going to make sure that you don't have freedoms and liberties. Because they are so fearful of you that they could not imagine anything other than incarcerating you. Because trying to keep you in control is really, and, but by keeping themselves in power, keeping you under control by keeping themselves in power, this is, the, this is the sin nature of this whole thing. This is where it goes wrong. This is where selfishness takes over. Selfishness is the root evil of all. I'm just, I'm just telling you. It's just right there. Selfishness is the root, root evil of all sin. Right there. And I don't care whether you're spiritual or whatever you want to call yourself. I'm not here to debate who you call your creator, who your God is. But what I'm trying to point out to you is that these people are only doing this because they think that you're going to fire them if, they don't, if they're just sitting around doing nothing. But what if we all were just kind of sit around doing nothing? What if we were all enjoying our lives? What if we were all out there working in our yards and our gardens and our houses and our health and our minds and we were doing amazing stuff for uh, the world around us? What happens if we didn't have them up our butt all the time and we had, got an opportunity that, we, oh, we'd have a great damn life. It'd be great. See, this is the part where I, I just don't think we understand how stupid we really are in this whole thing. We're very useful idiots. We've created cages and habits and boundaries and superstitions and traditions for things that... Nobody knows why. Why are we doing it like that, Jimmy? I have no idea. Well, we better not stop. Yeah, we better. Live life with purpose. Have a purpose-driven life. This is the simple stuff about this. And I... I I wanted to talk about all this in in Trump's case because I wanted you to see how much of a backstory of all these things that are going on in the world around us that actually he's done a lot of going through the brick wall first and we don't give him any credit for it. And I don't give a crap if he's a bloodline. I don't give a crap if he's whatever. But what I do give a crap about is the the side effects that you guys are actually opening up up your mind and you're seeing things differently. You're perceiving it differently, you're thinking about it differently, a different angle, the whole nine yards. I mean, seriously, wow. Now, whether he ends up being the right guy in history or not, you know, that's not going to be, I, you know, I, I hope that some of what I have had to say will affect those things in the future. But history is going to have to figure it out, I guess. And the sad part of it is, is the, the history is written by the people who bother to write things down and in our society. The people who are writing things down are really pieces of shit. A lot of the people that are out there going out and writing things down and writing down the history of things are really not good people on the inside. They have very, very selfish, uh, selfish reasons for what they're doing. They're very driven in a very specific way, specific way. So be thankful that there are people out there trying to pull you away from that darkness. But at the same time, be mindful that there are people out there who are writing history right now that you are the enemy. That I am the enemy. That I am telling you your freedoms and liberties are more important than their opinions. And that makes me the enemy of them. And you are the enemy of them as well. Because you are listening. Because you're changing your life. Because you're putting a little bit of copper wire in your house plants. Because you're using a copper vessel. You're doing all these different things. So when I'm talking about this stuff, I want you guys to be mindful that there's a lot of cool stuff going on around you out there and don't always shortchange yourself that you're not doing enough or you haven't done anything or you don't know anything because everything's just like it was. Too many times we all think about the dirt road we're walking on but forget how amazing the continent we are on, how amazing the planet that we are on, how amazing the universe that we live in, how brilliant and bright and how hopeful things can be. It just depends on which, you know, level you want to get down. You want to get in the blood and the mud of things. You want to get at a 30,000-foot view. You want to look at it from the moon. You want to look at it from the stars. There's different ways to do that thing, and you got to be mindful that it's okay to step back and give yourself some credit for the growth that you have. The things that we've done here, I've touched a lot of things on about Israel, Ukraine, the finances of things, the war of things back side of things looking at the big picture of things looking at the the back images what's really going on behind you and I b- do believe there's a lot of cool stuff going on but too many times we've been very well trained to focus only on the focus on this part of the face right here only look at this part don't look at anything else going on around here I mean I I don't know if anybody realizes how many you know lanyards I got hanging here I've been out there putting the work in been out there trying to make sure that i am hearing what you have to say and meeting with the people and getting these things together and we got we are bringing together um, decentralized media decentralized media is going to be amazing guys we have we have some 35 people right now that will be joining Decentralized.media. decentralized.media is going to be amazing it's going to be breathtaking i am i am humbled um by this experience i've been i've been very amazed by the uh need of even truthers feeling like they need a safe space as well that they need a harbor within truthers that a lot of truthers aren't what they should be and a lot of these people that i am bringing on and josh is bringing on are very important to making sure that we keep the truth moving forward and the amount of people that are coming over is going to be amazing uh also remember uh, MyDailyNaturals.com, MyDailyNaturals.com. That is our vitamins. Uh, our vitamins go there. Get your basic cell function package. Get your basic cell fun- function package going. Get that subscription going right away. Get that coming to your house. Uh, we, we should be shipping out here any day now. And I want you to get your pre-orders in. Be the first to receive this. Get your life going in the right direction so your body can heal itself. And, yes, we can use the word heal um, that is important. But remember that, guys. There's a lot of different things we could do for each other out there. MyDailyNaturals.com basic cell function package. Get that going. Get you the Dutch test in six months. It's going to be amazing to see what we can come up with, guys, and that's what we have to do here. Um, anyway, for me, guys, this is, I think this is the, what we should be talking about. I think we should be happy that we have a lot of things to go uh, going our way, and I do believe that there's going to be a lot of neat things going forward. So don't get down in the mouth about it, right? Don't get down in the mouth. Get to keep it. Keep the corners up. All right, guys, Um, that's about it for me. Remember, the 10% we got, uh, 10% we do for our neighbor, our community, our city, our county, our state, our federal government, the more you do for them, the less that they do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. don't give up. don't give in. We will win. I promise. I don't make promises. I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer out there. Never, ever forget that the Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. All right, guys, Uh, remember, mydailynaturals.com, mydailynaturals.com, get signed up. Rhonda, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys will be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.